what up what up i'm samantha i'm still unemployed and i'm rosa and we're spill the cheese in a podcast and we're back in the studio we're gone for a week it feels like a year um and while we were gone we turned three years old we're finally (laughs) out of our terrible twos and it was a terrible two it really was it didn't even count it didn't even count honestly no it didn't we were tested and we somehow still put out episodes for y'all and we're still going through it but we're finally back so much has happened Mm -hmm. over like the two I guess it was like two weeks that were actually of news coverage that we missed but there's so much to talk about y'all we have to talk about like Army Hammer Marilyn Manson um, we have to talk about Jojo Siwa, who else? Britney Spears. Oh, my oh her an apology. We have to, yeah, update on the meme stonks and some sad news, unfortunately. Yes. I think like, should we just get into it? We should definitely just because we still have random corner too. So we got a lot to cover oh, for yeah. y'all. And we can't wait. So let's go ahead and spell the cheese myth. Okay, so last episode we talked about meme stonk, meme stonk, <laughs> meme stonk, stonk, and game stonk, but uh, we have an update. So GameStop is still like going, they're going to the moon. Yeah, they're <laughs> taking it to the moon. Um, it's been down, it's been up, it's a little up right now. Um, but there's news already of a movie being made. Netflix is planning to make a movie about the GameStop saga. And guys, guess who they cast as the lead role? The only actor that works for Netflix, apparently. (laughs) Yes, that's so true. (laughs) Noah Centineo will star in the film. They don't know the name yet. But he's going to be. (laughs) Yeah, GameStop. It's going to be called To All the Stogs That I Loved Before. I just. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, yes, it is. Name of the episode. Um. Yeah, so he is supposedly already signed on as the star of the movie, um, and it's supposed to come out, like, relatively soon. They're already, like, working on it. During the pandemic. Right, but there is a rival film in the making. MGM bought the rights to a book proposal about Mm -hmm. GameStop, Reddit, and Wall Street, Mm -hmm. but apparently the MGM one is going to talk about, like, the GameStonk. And also just like Reddit and the internet in general and how like Ooh, Reddit go. caused um, like about uh, the capital storming and the internet and social media like mm. causing these events. Um, so that one sounds way more interesting to yeah. the stocks I love before. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> also, I can't even take Noah Centeno or Santanio, whatever his fucking name is, seriously um, <laughs> because since I had to see it, you guys have to see it. Oh, and YouTube leak Snapchats of Noah. Our YouTube his like, I think it was, I don't know if it was the MTV Movie Awards or something. Oh, like his yeah. Acceptance his speech. <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, they're, I can't believe they're already working on this movie. Um, of course, believe- I'm going to watch both of them. Of course. I believe it, but it's not going to be as good as The Big Short. It's not going to be as good <laughs> as that. So go watch The Big Short and go watch Noah Centineo's leaked Snapchats. And also <laughs> take GameStop to the moon because the reason it's going up and down is because they're manipulating it to make it look like it's going down. So don't freak out. Just hold out. Just keep holding out. 
totally agree yeah what if the movie's called to the moon they would have to be like way too in tuned with like the meme world and reddit Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe they'll probably call it like rocket ship or something (laughs) something dumb Anyway, something like almost like relevant, but not really relevant at all. Like not really what they call it. But something that is relevant right now too is a TikTok that went viral because a woman posted it to get help because she was doing her hair and instead of using hairspray, she used Gorilla Glue Spray. And now her hair, which is like an intense adhesive, like Gorilla Glue is what you use to be permanent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it though. Yeah. It's, it's a great product. It's not for your hair. Um, so her hair has been, yeah. Sponsor us. Okay. Rosal's got it on deck. On deck. It's literally right here. Sponsor us. So. (laughs) yeah when you use it for the right reasons it's a miracle um but when you use it for the for hairspray it's going to be in that hairstyle for three months oh my god and so she went on tiktok so she's asking for help and it immediately went viral mainly people feeling bad for her of course some assholes making fun of her like how do you get gorilla glue when obviously she was looking for a gorilla snot which gorilla they look the, the same yeah gorilla de moco which <laughs> they look the same they have the same like colors they both have the gorilla mascot so i mean but i, I wonder if she thought like maybe this is like gorilla de moco or like, no she probably did like she probably yeah. was like oh gorilla snot because she ran out of the got to be glue which is a spray that's like it's meant to be like hairspray that's like glue like sticks um but you can wash out (laughs) yeah you can wash it out so anyways that all happened she goes viral she takes a trip to the er finally and they give her acetone to like do treatments at home they told her she could do them there but she decided to do them at home and she said that it only made the situation worse and it burnt her scalp so now she's been raising money and she raised more than 13k and this plastic surgeon from beverly hills reached out to her and he was like i can help you and so now she's gonna go get that procedure done which is like a twelve thousand dollar procedure yeah i don't even know what the surgery she is getting like I don't know how they're going to help her because it just looks so painful. She does have a YouTube channel and she like put the videos up of her trying to use the acetone treatment and it looked like I feel so bad for her. Yeah. It doesn't even look like she could just shave her head and start over. Mm -hmm. Like it's literally one with her head. Yes. It looks like it was drawn on with the marker. Like it's that on her head. Um, Yeah. So hopefully she can get it done. She is going to sue Gorilla Glue, and I'm not sure exactly what she's going to sue. They were saying like on a direction that says not to get on your clothes or your skin, but it doesn't say hair. So they're like, I guess she can sue there. Um, Someone was saying she could also (laughs) sue for the fact that they made their packaging so similar to um, Gorilla Snot. So we'll see what happens. 
but apparently hmm. she has a manager now and so she got some fame off of this so hopefully they can fix her fix her scalp and if people are being assholes to her they need to stop because dude for real dude, like if you looked at gorilla snot and gorilla glue next to each other they look pretty similar yeah for real yeah. my heart goes out to that girl mm-hmm. like i can't even imagine the pain the pain it looks for sure horrible. but also they're in like two completely different parts of the store oh yeah so i think she just like, had it at home and was like maybe it's like girl it's not like this spray yeah or, and it looks similar to the got to be spray bottle yeah. too so she's like how much you know people have been known to put sharpie on their that's eyeliner true. so that's true quick fix we'll that's see true. we'll keep y'all updated i mean she has a manager now so like <laughs> she can go get she'll probably get some like good deal like wig brand deals and stuff she made a name for herself. Mm-hmm. I was like, get a Gorilla Glue deal. Right? Yeah, they were like, trying to help her to begin with. Now she's getting going to sue them, but we'll see how it goes. She hasn't filed it yet, so we don't know if it's like she's going to. Maybe yeah, they'll just be like, be... we'll pay you in the campaign. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now Gorilla Glue is going to start making hair products, too. <laughs> they should. No one will trust uh, so... it. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to be like, is this the right one? (laughs) Well, this past weekend, there wasn't anything like that surprising that happened. Nothing big. Only your birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it might have been the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That, you know, somehow for some reason is bigger than my birthday. (laughs) It's It's like nationally televised. But Tom Brady, that man, needs to go away. Prove to us. Once again, for the seventh time, that he can win a Super Bowl. And it doesn't matter if it's in a pandemic. And it doesn't matter if he's not even with the Patriots anymore. He can be in a hole. (laughs) What? But I would say, but he still, like, took the Patriots team with him. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is true. I guess what he proved is he can win a Super Bowl as long as he has Gronk, I'm just mad. It's annoying. Like, your seventh ring, dude. Retire. Stop being so selfish. Also, this man is a Trump supporter. So, fuck him. Also, he won Florida. Yeah. Who does not deserving because of the way they're treating this pandemic of freaking trophy. Yeah. They partied on a boat to celebrate their win. So annoying. Like, this Super Bowl... The celebration is there, like a concern for being a super spreader, and, and there's also, probably nothing were... we can do about it. <laughs> and like no one's complaining about the fact that they were over there ruining property and taking down like street signs, breaking car windows, spreading a virus, spreading a virus. Also, on top of that, there were twenty five thousand people at this game. So you're telling me for football, you're going to let it happen for 25,000 people, but I can't go to a concert of like 100 people? No. 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 I mean, fuck it. It don't even count. It don't even count. He only has six rings. (laughs) It is like, ugh, I don't know. I was annoyed too. I wanted, of course, the Chiefs to win. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I was just like, why are we letting these white men win again? <laughs> like, why are we allowing this to happen in 2021 after his president that he loves is responsible for so many deaths because he did not take this pandemic seriously? He is now in the state that doesn't take the pandemic seriously. And also that state has like beat the stars in the Stanley Cup. So fuck them for that. Fuck first them, dude. Fuck <laughs> okay, you for not for some Oops. That first and foremost, second. First and foremost for just being Florida and being a super spreader state. And then second mm-hmm. for ruining the stars' dreams. Mm-hmm. And they were almost gonna win the um oh my god, I'm the worst. I can't think of the baseball. The World Series. They were World almost Series. gonna win the World Series too, but luckily they choked on that because they Thank don't God. deserve, deserve it. any of it. No. Yeah. And they okay, but they like went red for Trump, so but let's talk about um, the half the halftime show. Thoughts? Oh, you know what? I liked it a lot. And initially going in it, I know he didn't want to be like have a big production because of like COVID. You don't want a huge production mm-hmm. team. Um, so I thought the visuals were good. I like had fun. I thought it was just really fun. Yeah, I, I actually really love the weekend and his music. Mm-hmm. You can always dance to it. The way he incorporated masks for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also thought it was cool that that was kind of like the first time there wasn't like a stage on the field. So everyone could be so spread out and it, it covered the whole field. So I thought that was cool visually. Um, also, just everyone playing the damn violin. Yeah. I was living for it. It was just yes. good. Yeah, it, it was I th- good. I think it was visually like so fun mm-hmm. and energetically so fun. And I just want to say, I want to state a formal <laughs> apology. <laughs> I said some things earlier in this broadcast. No. Um, I said that he was overrated on a podcast. And I fully take that back. I fully take back. You can cancel me. I'm sorry. I take back everything I ever said. All his songs are bangers. They don't all sound the same and I don't get over them because I was like, I want this to keep going forever. I want to go out right now. I want it to be all weekend, all night long. Um, let's go. But I, ju- I loved it. It was like Lauren said, it was just fun. It was so fun. It wasn't like, ooh, what's this? Like, what's he trying to say with this statement and this statement? And then I just loved like the way he incorporated the mask. I love that he was like, it was just him. He didn't bring mm-hmm. anybody else out during the pandemic, mm-hmm. which is so smart of him. Um, I just think it was a win. I think it was great. It was great. Yeah. I think so too. And it was, I don't know. I definitely have thought at times he was overrated, but after hearing all the bangers in a row that he has given us and just being able to enjoy the performance, like, it was just I'm, so enjoyable that I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. And I'm, I want to see him. <laughs> I'm grateful for it. I'm very grateful for his <laughs> Same. Same. Yeah. And I mean, his performance definitely brought on some really good memes. Yes. Oh, so yeah. many memes. Yeah. Um, so not only that, but Jojo Siwa <laughs> is in the spotlight. <laughs> in the spotlight for such an amazing reason she has finally come out and introduced her girlfriend kylie 
to the world mm. via Instagram. And I know there were some people and parents that were not fans of it. Of course, there's always going to be haters. But what makes me happy is that this girl is the biggest star to kids. She is everything to the youth. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she is queer and the fact that these kids are looking up to a queer woman is just amazing to see and these parents can't deny because this whole time they've been saying she's such a good role model yeah and she still is a good role model she just came out and showed kids that it's okay to be who you are and it doesn't change anything you're still the person you were before so i'm so proud of her i love it i'm so like i'm just so happy for her I'm glad she finally like finally gets to be her authentic self online because she's extremely online and I love like Mm -hmm. she doesn't have to hide her girlfriend and I saw a TikTok of her and her girlfriend and it was so sweet and I think it's just like what more of a perfect way to like tell your kids like hey not everybody is in a heterosexual like relationship or is attractive to attracted to the same sex like it's such a perfect opportunity to like Mm -hmm. show your children that there's different lifestyles out there and that it's completely normal like Mm -hmm. if you don't make a big deal out of it because it's really not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. then it's not going to be a big deal if you just simply tell your children like or even if you don't feel like you need to tell your children if they're like children children however you want to parent whatever um but if they're like oh she has a girlfriend you'd be like yeah as simple as that like yeah she yep. has a girlfriend she she um she likes other girls like it's not that serious I feel like I feel like it's a perfect moment to show your children a different lifestyle if they're if you and their father are in a heterosexual relationship mm-hmm. it's perfect and I'm oh, so for happy sure. for her mm-hmm. yeah and like to me she's like the Taylor Swift now for children mm-hmm. and she's like that influential mm-hmm. so I'm just like god for them to get to see that I think it's gonna be big for this next generation not gen z but <laughs> whatever's <laughs> after them <laughs> I forget what they're called alpha or something I forget it's too ridiculous <laughs> okay but Moving on and hashtag trigger warning because I'm about to talk about Marilyn Manson and Army Hammer. Um, so sexual abuse trigger warning and domestic abuse. But yeah, so I'm going to start off with Marilyn Manson. So Marilyn Manson has been accused by at least 10 women of abuse and assault and manipulation and gaslighting. Um, 10 women came out and told their stories, one of them including actor evan rachel wood um and they're just all telling their stories of how he was manipulative how he gaslit gaslighted them um how he abused physically abused some of them and the stories are like they're pretty awful there's a huff post article you can read and it lists all 10 women and what they came out saying about him um but yeah, I mean, they use the word horrific, horrifically abusive for several years. Um, they were brainwashed. They said they were brainwashed and manipulated into submission. Um, so yeah, it's just disgusting. And 
it caused more women than just the initial 10 to come out. Um, the Game of Thrones actress, the Red Woman, was that her name? Oh, uh, the Lady Melisandre. Yes, she dated Marilyn Manson. I feel like and I she, remember that. Yeah, she came out and told her story. Um, and then Chloe Bridges came out and said that when she was a teenager, her and her friends visited Marilyn Manson's house and she was like a huge fan of him and he was giving them a house tour and he showed them a room and he said, that's my R word that rhymes with grape room. And she said she was very uneasy. And after that, she just like never supported him, never want to talk to him again. Um, that just so yeah, like it's so disappointing because especially I was a fan of Marilyn Manson, so this is actually like really disappointing to hear. Um, but I mean, I believe them, I mm-hmm. do, and it sucks because you know, there's so much other controversy around Marilyn Manson just because of how he came out like against the norms so you want to think someone like that is groundbreaking and they're like making way for other people but then you find out they're shitty like this and it just it's like why do you have to give fuel to these other people yeah and like it's just good I don't know it's just really disappointing yeah that and that's what I thought too I was just like when Marilyn Manson came out like it was very like controversial but he gave people like the like he like showed them like it's okay to like quote unquote be a freak or like not mm-hmm. be normal and they like resonated with that but now he it sucks and is abusive um one girl said i was emotionally abused terrorized and scarred i was locked in rooms when i was quote unquote bad sometimes forced to listen to him entertaining other women kept away from certain friends or if i didn't he would threaten to come after them i was told stories of others who tried to tell their story and their pets ended up dead. What the I was fuck? like terrible. Quote unquote, I was thrown up against the wall and he threatened to bash my face in with the baseball bat he was holding for trying to get him to pick out a pair of pants prior to the music video. I witnessed him staging problems or hiding missing objects in order to justify his violent outburst. That's just what one. Is- that's one woman. That's one woman's sto- like quotes of allegedly that's- what happened with in her relationship with him. It's like a straight up movie villain. Yeah. these poor women dude and then also just the way they were the ones who were dragged in the media for dating him Mm -hmm. yes i remember when amber heard was dating him and she was just like everyone's like she's a weirdo i didn't know she Mm -hmm. was like that because she's this blonde white woman and she goes and dates marilyn with like evan rachel wood everyone's like i can't believe it but you're hearing all this uh they were fucking manipulated yeah, and some said said they were groomed when they were teenagers by him. Yeah, I believe it. Oh, but yeah. So um, let's move on to the other huge story that broke while we were gone. Army Hammer. Um, so first off, I always was like, Army Hammer sounds so familiar. And it's because his parent, his great grandfather is literally Arm and Hammer, like huge oil tycoon, like hella businesses like wealthy wealthy family so after i learned that i was like these allegations make a little more sense to me um because 
money makes you fucking weird and psycho to the point okay in armin armin hammer his grandfather he bought armin hammer because it sounds like armin hammer and so they're that te- rich <laughs> yeah and they're texas family like because of oil mm-hmm. they're petroleum family so okay so allegations came out against army hammer of like abuse emotional abuse manipulation um his ex-girlfriend came out and said that she's suffering from ptsd and that she had to seek therapy for what he put her through um and then the receipts just start like pouring out so she's stating that this is all alleged i'm not saying he did any of this we're not saying he did any of this this is all allegedly um allegedly he coerced her into like bdsm stuff that she didn't really want to do um he branded her with an a above her pelvic area he uh, manipulated her basically like the same thing gaslit her and everything um and then once that all came out people started going back to past interviews that army hammer did so Mm -hmm. he did an interview with playboy where he says he was drunk after it all came out he was like i was drunk in the interview he was saying in that interview that um he is into like kinkier like more hardcore like bdsm like he likes to choke women and slap them but he said i can't do that with my wife because i respect her too much which is like a huge red flag huge red flag red flag because Again, like, I don't want to, like, be on the side of, like, kink shaming, like, oh, Army Hammer likes to tie up ropes and stuff. Like, we're not kink shaming. Like, that's not why it's so provocative to us. But when you say something like, I'm not going to fulfill my sexual fantasies or desires with my wife because I respect her too much, you're basically saying, like, if a woman is into BDSM, like, BDSM isn't respectable and like if a woman is into that then she's not respectful either so you're already setting it up to where if you were into a woman who was into BDSM you weren't going to respect her boundaries in BDSM or her safe Mm -hmm. words anyway like you're setting that Mm -hmm. all up so that interview came back up um and then him and his wife were divorced um Quick fact, his wife has a bakery here in Dallas. It's called Bird Bakery mm-hmm. in Highland Park Village. Um, his family is from Dallas, uh, so there's ties. But yeah, there's like screenshots. So alleged screenshots came out from him basically DMing girls on Instagram, on Twitter, um, just spilling out his sexual fantasies. Um, the issue with these screenshots, though, is, like, it's all just one-sided. Like, the person deleted Everything all of the replies. Said. So, you know, it's all, again, it's all legend. So, but some of, like, the things that have been making headlines is that he said, allegedly, I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while still warm. Um. If you, okay, another legend. <laughs> <In the DM, laughs> if you were next to me, I'd give you the tiniest cut. 
and then fall back asleep sucking on it. Just a little trickle of your blood, the taste of you, the taste of your iron and minerals, soothing me to sleep. Okay. Um, so, so that brought up the issue of his possible cannibalism fantasies. So his ex-girlfriend also stated that he told her, I want to find a doctor who will remove the ribs you don't need so I can smoke them and eat them. And I listened to a radio interview she did and they're like, do you really think that he was going to do that? Like, honestly, if like, if he really had the chance, do you think he would do that to you? And she's like, I fully 100% believe if given the opportunity where we found a doctor who would do it, he was going to do that to me. Um, okay, so there's this weird interview he did with like one of the late night show people to for publicity for um, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, and he's telling you know you tell a funny story when you go on a late night show Mm -hmm. and the story he chooses to tell is he went out to eat with like the cast and crew and he ordered a steak and he said medium rare but he's like but for some reason they heard rare and they brought me a rare steak and he's like and I didn't want to be rude in front of like these people who are employing me I didn't want them to think I was like a diva or whatever and send it back so i just ate the rare steak and i was like uh is this how he got the taste of (laughs) wanting iron but so weird shit like that like that all this is alleged but that interview is real and your playboy interview is real so it's like i don't know it's like these little pieces to put together and again like I'm not, we're not kink shaming like BDSM. Like it's all good if everyone's consensual and there's a game plan of what you're planning to do. And you know, it's, it's safe. two consensual adults and it's safe or what you deem to be safe. Um, but it's just, it's so odd because when he starts talking about cannibalism, like, I'm sorry, like cancel me, but if cannibalism is your kink, but you don't act on it, I still feel like maybe cannibalism should not be your yeah, kink. Yeah, that shouldn't be a kink. That's therapy. Go to therapy. And yeah. also, if your kink is to, again, trigger warning, R word that rhymes with grape, someone, because allegedly there's this DM where he says, think about me blanking you, my warm cum all over your broken body, Think about your hot blood on your inner thighs. Like that, I don't care, like cancel me, but I feel like that should not be a kink is if you think that it's okay or you're going to get off by R-wording somebody. That's not okay. I don't think that's okay either. That's like you need help. Like BDSM is BDSM is different because again, it's two consensual adults. You have a game plan. Like you have a, there's, ways to get out of it if someone is just taken too far yes some people want to be dominated but again it's consensual Mm -hmm. r wording someone is not okay um and you can cancel me for that i don't care i'm gonna stand by if that's your kink or your quote-unquote kink it's not okay because no at that point 
like when someone has been brought up with billions of dollars within their family, a generational wealth that goes back generations, um, having that much control over somebody is probably a mental issue at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were rumors because Army Hammer was in the Cayman Islands for quarantine. Apparently he grew up there. He went to school there and he was younger because hashtag wealthy. <laughs> um, and his family is quarantining there, like his children and his ex-wife. And his kids are going to school there because the Cayman Islands actually cared about their people and put it on lockdown and got it under control. So he finally like left the Cayman Islands because him and his wife are going through a custody battle right now. Um, and he started helping his friend who bought a motel in California and started like doing construction work for them and like working on it and redoing it. And then there was this story of human women remains found near that motel and people are like oh my god like creating a conspiracy theory of oh he was working there during that time it could have been him but the cops have rolled out (laughs) and said that he was never a person of interest they have people of interest he was never it so that's kind of like quote unquote not true but he did get dropped by his publicist and his management company Um, So people are like scared that worse things are going to come out about him because they stuck with him through the first part of this. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what is so bad that they finally dropped him? Also because his publicist represents Azealia Banks as well. So everyone's like, it's got to be, they feel like it's got to be really bad if the publicist is dropping him. But the police officers and investigators said that he's definitely not a person of interest of that, which is, was always a conspiracy theory and all allegedly, again, this is all alleged, Mm -hmm. but the playboy interview is not alleged. (laughs) And neither is the late night interview where he ate the rare steak. (laughs) Right. But, um, it's just insane. It's, I don't know. Again, these are villains. Yes. Men are villains. Mm -hmm. And, with Men all that handle any power they can't and they can't even that- handle just being a man they can't handle like mm-hmm. the misogyny and like the power they're born with but when they have like generational wealth are just wealth and fame on top of that like they don't know what the fuck to do it's so like get a grip <laughs> i don't even know God. yeah I-, I was just gonna say now i'm starting to see marilyn manson as like an incel or maybe he was just an incel his whole childhood and now he's just taking that's it out. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't know why that's oh, the vibe I'm getting for some reason. Men just need to figure their shit out. I totally get that, Rosa. Like, he was seen as a freak while he was little. And now mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? All these women didn't want to be with me then. But I'm going to yeah. fucking torture them now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see that for sure. We're therapists. <laughs> just kidding. Well, just kidding. All I have to say is... The fact that it took a man being allegedly a cannibal and another man being abusive. And 10 women at once had to, having to come out. Yeah, all them. these yeah, like women having to come out against these men for them to get canceled. But for women to get canceled, they literally just have to have an opinion and speak are their like, mind. Are like, or like, want to have their sexuality yes. out there. Like, that's what gets women canceled. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. But it takes men eating people to get canceled. Yep. And I'm so frustrated. And this is why everyone needs to watch the New York Times Presents Framing Britney Spears. Yeah. Because it is a perfect example of how women are treated and how they are driven to quote unquote insanity and how we just eat it up and we just push it and push them and push them and until they're literally there like literally literally. like till they're either to the point where britney spears was or unfortunately to the point where people like anna nicole smith or amy winehouse were Mm -hmm. and they ended up dead yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm so mad right now i'm only gonna get i'm infuriated i've been waiting i've been waiting to pop the fuck off about this because misogyny is engraved into not just this country but this entire fucking world Mm -hmm. and it's fucking exhausting i don't know how many times we can say it's exhausting being a woman and it's just unfair at times not at times all the time all All day every day i can't feel like i can post a selfie because i'm gonna think like Oh, someone's like, oh, she's so into herself. Like the stupid like girl's so into herself for what? Because again, because of misogyny. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I can't like Britney Spears or I can't like Taylor Swift or I can't like the color pink while I was a kid because like of misogyny. So mm-hmm. please get into this because I'm ready to fucking right. pop off. <laughs> so Hulu put out uh the New York Times presents framing Britney Spears and it covers how Britney Spears got to being under conservatorship of her father. So it starts out with her being young, beyond Mickey Mouse Club, and then coming back and making music and being this like idol to little girls and everyone just looking up to her. And at that point, they're like, she was just so relatable for, gr- for little girls. And that's why she worked so well. Because they're like, this is a time when it was the boy band era. So, like, boy bands are huge. It was not common for just one single female to have this much fame. And so they get into that and they're like, and it's amazing. She has all these fans, all these young girls are looking up to her. And then they get into where she starts getting older and she starts like having sexuality because, you know, she's not a girl anymore, she's a woman. And they're like, and that's when things started turning. Um, People started being against her because they're like, oh, she's not a good role model anymore. And on top of that, you have this picture of her out there of people being like, oh, she's an industry plant and she just is a robot and does whatever they say. But in reality, she had her own mind and she had her own way of doing things. And it was all up to her what was being done like down to the oops I did it again video wardrobe that was her um she was the genius behind all of it she was the reason she succeeded because she's a fucking star but people Mm -hmm. were like saying since she's just this dumb girl dumb little girl little girl yeah she's just listening to the industry and she's like sexualizing herself to sell like sex sells or whatever and then on top of that people are starting to shit on her because they're like she's not a good role model anymore and there's this interview she does and I think it's with I forget who but they're like Diane Sawyer Diane Sawyer she's like 
they're saying you're not a good role model for them. And she's like, I'm not the their parent. Exactly. Like she was always saying the right things. She is not yeah. their parent. She's not raising their child. But the fact that I think back to that time and in my mind, I'm like, she's an industry plant. Like even as young as I was because of what I was just hearing from other people. But when I watch these interviews, I'm like, she's saying exactly what she needed to say. She is not their parent. She is a woman with sexuality and hormones coming into her life. Yeah. And like being a girl, like sometimes when you're a girl and you're growing up, you want to like be seen as like a woman. As like a woman, like I'm a woman, (laughs) I'm hot, I'm sexy. Like you want to be seen like that sometimes. Yeah. And um, she was like explaining that. And they're still like coming after her. Like, you know, you need to be this girl next door or whatever and so all of that's happening and then she starts dating gets into her starting to date justin timberlake and who of course like of course justin timberlake is gonna be the king of misogyny because he was in the biggest boy band to ever exist Mm -hmm. and he was the number one fucking role in that boy band and everyone was a yes man around him and everyone hyped him up and this world was set for him to easily succeed it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So get to them, start dating. And just like the inappropriate questions they were being, or she was being asked, oh like, are you still a virgin? Do you and Justin have sex? Like, why do you did think they- that's appropriate? Also, she's like 19. Did they yeah. ever ask that to sync or Backstreet Boys? No. And I, on that topic, Whenever that happened, I was like, the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were always dancing so sexually and provocatively at their concerts. I was like eight years old or like (laughs) 10 years old. Like, why do I feel this way? Because they're grinding the camera. Um, And no one ever questioned or was like, oh, my God, don't look like, okay, maybe my mom did say don't look that one time they grinded the camera. because She was like, don't look at that. But no one ever was like, we got to cancel them right now. We're protesting yes. their concerts. But I remember people protesting Britney Spears, protesting the Spice Girls because they were into, like, they were feeling their sexuality. Like, no, you shouldn't take your kids to this. But no one ever once said that. Yeah. And the like, Backstreet Boys were literally saying, am I sexual? Yes. Like, you know, literally. That. Okay. So, yeah, literally, though, but Britney can wear a crop top and get, like, canceled, but exactly whatever let's keep going so they're dating and it's a huge thing and people are asking her inappropriate questions and then they break up and when they break up justin timberlake decides he's gonna get ahead of it and that's when he like puts out music but it's not doing well so what he does is he puts out cry me river and he records the music video the iconic music video that we all know where it's the Britney lookalike and he makes it seem like Britney Spears cheated on him. Um, and so that goes out and then people want to cancel her, her more like, look at this whore. She cheated on America's sweetheart, Justin Timberlake. And then you have Justin Timberlake going on radio shows and they're like, did you smash Britney Spears? And he's like, yeah, I smashed her. But like, he's not getting canceled. He gets to go out there, and even talk though they're shit the same her. age. Yeah, even though they're the same age. He gets to go talk shit about same amount her, of fame. Uh, drag her name through the mud, make ev- make her look like the bad guy in the relationship. 
And then you see interviews of her and they're like asking her about him and she doesn't speak ill about him at all in her interviews. And it's so infuriating that like this was the beginning of everyone just like constantly being on top of her and anything she did was wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's the fourth. And of course, Justin Timberlake is like at the forefront of it. Um, so all of that is happening. And then the paparazzi is like, and it was just Britney, Britney, Britney. All we wanted was Britney Spears pictures. Like that's what was selling. And so they start getting into like this huge paparazzi like part. And we all remember how the paparazzi was with Britney Spears. She couldn't even move, like walk. Um, so they get into all of that and you can just see it like taking a toll on her as the show is going on. You can, and they keep showing the paparazzi, like you see it taking a toll on her. Um, and then they get into like when she meets Kevin Federline and they get married and they have kids and how much worse the paparazzi got when she had children, they were still hounding her stalking her blinding her with their flashlights blinding her and her kids and like any little move she made was wrong calling her a bad mom um putting fuel on the fire as to like her and Kevin Federline getting divorced and him being able to get the kids and like just I mean how much can one person take and of course like her mental state was not okay with all of this Mm -hmm. happening i mean this whole time you're getting hounded by paparazzi media parents like yeah and and also like her mom said that she always thought after britney spears second child because she had her kids like kind of back to back she was like i thought i always felt like she had postpartum depression so like you already like she's already suffering through postpartum depression on top of just being Britney Spears on top of the and then the paparazzi on top of that and also you have to remember like she's like 24 25 during this time and if Britney Spears were to ever truly have a mental like issue or like personality disorder like that's usually when they kick in is in your mid 20s oh, like an onset yeah onset like early mid 20s and so you never know if she really did have postpartum depression that was never treated and maybe it triggered some type of onset personality disorder but also like you don't even need those things to be feeling fully over it and anxiety ridden with that lifestyle like having your photo taken for to go pump gas or to like anytime you leave your house would drive me bananas like it would just drive me paparazzi to ever exist is falling yeah and Um, everyone's just waiting for you to fail like and fall and make a make a fool of yourself yes it's disgusting so gross and then they get to where when she did have her quote-unquote breakdown and she went and she shaved her head and I was thinking about it. She was 25 years old, right? And I was mm-hmm. thinking about it and I was like, okay, that's totally normal for a 25-year-old to do. Mm-hmm. To just shave their head. Like they're like me. Like I bleach my hair. There's mm-hmm. so, so many people on TikTok who are like shaving their head. Like it's just a part yeah. of being in your 20s. You're going to do it. 
you're going to do something drastic with your look. And also because like she's been this pop icon for so long at that point and she's had this very specific image that mm-hmm. she's upheld her whole teenage to mid-adulthood like and that's why like in our 20s we went to like break free figure out of like I'm not this who I was when I was a teenager and I'm getting to adulthood and I need to figure out who I am so let me just experiment with stuff so you're already having that mindset but then again on top of the paparazzi following you every freaking day like the stresses of needing to put out another banger like everybody wanting you to fail and talking shit about you constantly talking shit about you like people like you're the punchline for everything in pop culture mm-hmm. um fuck J-Lo it would, forever yeah i would want to shave my fucking head too and be like fuck all y'all like the biggest yeah, fuck like, you rebel i'm rebelling yeah like i am no longer that person that person Dude. doesn't exist you can't touch me anymore <sighs> i can't but- imagine her frustration and like Literally everything she did, I felt like, was just trying to have people see her as yes. a woman. Mm-hmm. Even Crossroads, the movie, was literally <laughs> just the biggest, like, yeah. this is a transition yes. of what should happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, Ugh. it's just, it's, it's like you think back to when it was happening and how you're like, oh my god. She's so crazy just because that's the narrative being put out there is that Mm -hmm. she's crazy. But now, like, I'm just so glad we have progressed to where we are now. I mean, we still have so much to do, but I'm glad we are where we are now. Anyways, so it's going on. She shaves her head. And then Kevin Federline and her got divorced. And, you know, he sues her full custody of the kids. And he gets it because everyone's like, she's crazy. And so... Of course, losing your children is going to be even a bigger strain on your mental health. And so that's when she starts, like, having to go to the hospital and check into treatment. And it was just so sad. It's so so bad for her. Um, But then her dad, who was never in her life, and she said she like was okay whenever they were filing for the conservatorship over her it was supposed to be temporary because you know she was going to the hospital multiple times having to check herself in and she said that she is okay with the conservatorship as long as it's not her dad she wanted an outside party to have the conservatorship like a third party no one related to her and um, they gave it to her dad. And all of a sudden, and we're all duped into thinking, like, this was the best thing for her. Because she starts working again. She starts making music. She looks starts looking healthier. She has the Vegas um, residency. She went on tour. She's making, like, Womanizer album and, like, new albums and good music and so everyone's like oh obviously being under her under her father's care has been making her so well but in reality if you look at it she didn't have anything coming out when she was having this breakdown and so she didn't have like as much money as she has now 
And what did her dad always want? Like fucking money. Of course, of course, when he is in charge of her, not just what she does, but her financials too, mm-hmm. he's going to want to put more money into that. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. And every deal that was made, he has a percentage where he gets like a percentage of whatever so deal fucked. is made. And so people are like, that's why there was rumors of like, they're drugging her. Um, and they're like forcing her to basically work so she can make money for him. And it's fucking believable because if you mm-hmm. listen to her, her dad was never in the picture ever. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's jumping on her bandwagon. And so the whole free Britney movement, which this is all surrounded around, started because everyone is starting to realize how fucked up some conservative ships are. Not just for Britney, but there's a lot of people who are under conservatorship who don't need to be under conservatorship, like financial conservatorship and stuff. And so this whole movement for Britney started. And I know they recently went to trial because she was trying to get out of the conservatorship and it didn't. She's like still under it. They didn't release her. Um, and so it's still free Britney all the time, <laughs> all day, every day. And... I think you should watch this. It's it just says so much about how misogynistic the world is and how like women can't even breathe without someone complaining. Exactly. Um, and that being said, fuck her dad. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. her boyfriend, which people are always like her boyfriend definitely is in on it. He finally came out and put out a statement like just like saying angry stuff towards her dad so hopefully he's not like on any contract with her dad or anything but the conservatorship is really intense to the point where they monitor who gets to be her friend uh who she, she doesn't get see. to who she can see how when she can use her phone what she can get on so it's just just free Britney and watch this like the way we failed we failed people like Britney Spears like Amy Winehouse um Anna Nicole Smith like the way we failed these women because of the misogyny in the world we need to we need to just like reevaluate we need to stop attacking people when they have like they're fucking human they're gonna have a break sometimes they're gonna break down and since they're celebrities they're gonna it's gonna be in like media when they break Mm -hmm. down like you need to give people breaks like stop making jokes out of these women Mm -hmm. (sighs) and like and then also just like realize why is there so many jokes about women and like none about men that's gotta tell you something um but yeah, I, I definitely recommend watching it because you just realize like how much Britney Spears is like actually mentally capable of making her own decisions, how she was always from day one deciding her future and what contracts she signed and how powerful she was. Because of course, if you're that big of a star, it's because you're powerful. It's because you're very independent and you're a very strong person and you're going to do what you want to do. Um, I think that that was like one of my biggest takeaways because I finally watched it today. 
because it did remind me a lot like when people were talking about it I was like this is like again like how we treated Monica Lewinsky when she was just 20 years Mm -hmm. old being taken advantage of like power dynamics in an older man um and I just like Lauren said I'm so glad we've progressed past that there's still so much work to do because Mm -hmm. god forbid some girl dances on TikTok and everyone bashes her for it um there's still a lot of work to be be done but i'm just glad we're making progress and yeah free britney i could talk about it forever i really could really could i'm gonna watch it <sighs> please watch it it's one episode um on like, hulu mm-hmm. it's called the it's the new york time presents that's the like series okay that's the newest episode they posted very telling <sighs> but yeah just hopefully we can get to a point where we can literally just live and not have to worry about pleasing other people yes um and be equally respected in every industry because i don't even want to like i'm gonna say one thing and i'll stop but like i just feel like in the podcast world as well like men can make a podcast and it'd be very similar to what we're doing and it seems so it's seen and accepted so differently than what Mm -hmm how we are because we're just three women and oh my god who wants to hear them talk they yeah. talk all the time um, and on top of that just being and as a like, joke like it's not a joke like this is something serious like yeah. this is something that we really love doing uh just like everything britney spears did it was everything she loved to do like it's not a joke it was her art this is stop like making fun of women's art and how they want to express themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i'm done <sighs> um but Unfortunately, we have to end the segment on even sadder news. Um, So while we were gone, we lost someone who is very much responsible for a lot of pop bops. So Sophie, who is a musician, a producer, an artist, a visionary, Grammy nominated, and just like Ethereal, tragically passed away. At the young age of 34, Sophie's rep said that true to her spirit, she had climbed up to watch the full moon and accidentally slipped and fell. She will always be here with us. The family thanks everyone for their love and support and requests privacy at this devastating time. It hit me like a bus out of nowhere so unexpected for Sophie who has been like just rising and rising for her own music personally but also for like producing music like she produced the freaking one of the greatest pop songs ever No Angel by Charlie XCX and um it's just sad that she's not gonna we're not gonna be able to get more from her because I felt like she was starting to really make a name for herself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think that like we don't even realize some of the pop bops that came from Sophie. So definitely recommend go stream Sophie. Most of Charlie XCX is Sophie. So go stream Charlie XCX. And she just, even did like Vince Staples, Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. And we're going to notice that she's no longer here. R.I.P. So rest so in tragic. peace, Sophie. It's very tragic. And 
now you probably are on the moon living the best life. Oh, that's so sad. Okay, that's it for Spilling the Cheese Man. We'll be right back for something else. All right, guys, we're here in the random corner where everything is very random, including the fact that we're putting a little (laughs) segment inside of the segment. Okay, so I just want, this is random because it's country music, LOL, but I want to stand Jason Isbell because we all know Morgan, or not everybody knows, but this country singer Morgan Wallen has been canceled because he was caught by TMZ and calls his friends at all the time. It was very casually said. Um, so everyone was like disgusting, gross. Like you obviously say that all the time. Like, fuck you. But y'all, country fans did not accept that. Hashtag cancel cancel culture. And they all decided to go and stream his music even more, especially like, yeah. They just decided to go stream his music. So he was already a huge oh, rising country singer. His music was like number one. His album was number one. They decided to stream it even harder. So dumb. And he is number he's number one again. Okay. So they've been streaming his album called uh, Dangerous, the double album. So it spent a four, the fourth week at the top of the billboards, all genre chart. But... Within this album, he does a cover of Jason Isbell's Cover Me Up, which is such a good country genre bending artist, true like country songwriting, not about just drinking beer and partying in the freaking lawn. So Jason Isbell was like, so he tweeted this. So a portion of this money goes to me since I wrote Cover Me Up. I've decided to donate everything I've made so far from this album to the Nashville chapter of the NAACP. Thanks for helping out a good cause, folks. So he basically yes. was like, y'all been streaming me so hard. I've made like hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> and that's all going to the NAACP. So fuck y'all. Yes. It's God, like a back slap like, to them. I'm so glad he did that. And me too. The fact that people, this is another thing. This is a man who is just able to thrive. Yes. Able to he thrive. Said the- worst word of all words able to thrive while the dixie chick spoke their opinion and got canceled thank you thank you misogyny and also before this he couldn't perform on snl because he was partying during a pandemic and not caring about whose lives he was putting at risk but y'all are gonna go stream him and make him more money and i just can't that's so fucking dumb and i hope i just I can't. I'm done. Moving on. But yes, stream Jason Isbell and that song. If you haven't heard Cover Me Up, it's so good. It's so, so good. It's so good. Jason Isbell is really good. Um, Okay, moving on. Moving on. I guess we can just make this shaking my head because I am shaking (laughs) my head at a lot of influencers. And people that we know. (laughs) Yeah. Who (laughs) were um, a topic in a recent video by the YouTuber D'Angelo Wallace. I suggest going to watch this. He did great research. Um, It's called Influencer 19 is the video. And it's covering all the influencers and 
celebrities who have not been COVID safe during this, like straight up just throwing huge parties, um, going on yachts and not following guidelines, not wearing masks. And so he goes into all of that. And of course, it's people, you know, like Charlie D'Amelio, um, James Charles, the, the Vlog Ray Squad, girl. like Nikita Dragon. Even, yeah, Nikita Dragon. Addison like, Ray. Mm-hmm. So he covers all those people and he shows like evidence of how they've like not been following guidelines or staying safe. And then also talking about how when they come out and they apologize, he's like, that doesn't saying that you did COVID tests is only making you look more delusional because there's people who can't get tested for COVID because not everyone Mm -hmm. has a rapid test at hand. And he's like, you're living in your mansions. You're just like throwing into people's faces. Like you have all this wealth and you can't stay safe and you're putting everyone at risk. You're traveling, you're throwing parties, you're making out on stories. Like I just, it's such a good video and I do suggest watching it. And the reason I bring it up is I know it's YouTube mainly and like TikTok, but I feel like those are huge platforms now. It's also celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, like they're throwing Christy Teigen, like they're traveling everywhere. They're throwing mega parties. Um, And it's just like, read the fucking room. Like people are literally losing loved ones. People are literally losing their jobs and uh, losing their homes and rationalizing mm-hmm. like do I pay a bill or do I feed my fucking kids or like do I take the bus to try to go to work or do I feed my kids like with what I have um and then you have the celebrities who are like I have enough money to go on my own private island with rapid testing and private jets to escape the world for a little bit like just that's what his video is good about just bringing out how delusional and un, like not in touch with reality these celebrities are mm-hmm. and it makes me even more mad because so many people look up to them especially younger people and they're like you see them doing all of this they're not taking it seriously and even if they're over there on being two-faced and telling their followers take it seriously they're not going to listen to that they're seeing what you're doing and we've had people recently die from covid in our family it is very fucking real so it pisses me off that these celebrities are not using their platform to promote how serious this virus is and to set an example and I know that like oh they're not like your babysitters or whatever but they're fucking know what they're doing like this is different this isn't they're showing their belly button this is straight up (laughs) they're being reckless when people are dying and putting everyone's lives at risk and the other thing is is like if you are living in your own fucking reality and like you created this whole other reality because you're privileged outside of what everybody the majority of the world's going through why the fuck do you need to post it everywhere why do you need to announce it to everybody like live in your freaking world we don't need to see it we don't need to see your 
40th surprise birthday party on an island that you flew everybody out to and got everybody tested, but you have freaking workers there. You still have people serving you that live at the island and they probably don't have that much COVID cases as the United States. Mm-hmm. It just so stupid. It's just don't it's, fucking post it. It's not even don't post it. Just like we also need us just like stop following these people. We no, need yes. to stop yeah. paying attention to them. If they have been fucking up, they do not give a shit about you to begin with. Just unfollow them. Stop paying attention to them. Don't give them anything. You're giving them their paycheck. Like, literally. Mm -hmm. Like, you're giving them the platform to where they make money, to where they can influence people. Like, if you're upset with them, unfollow them. Stop interacting with them. Um, But, yeah, I really loved his video. Um, It's... It's fucked times, y'all. It's fucked up times. And seeing people living their best life while you're mourning someone who just died um, or you're trying to scrape pennies to get by because you lost your freaking job. It's sickening. It's honestly sickening. And it makes me want to go punch you in the face. So, yeah. Read the room. Read the read fucking room. Read the fucking room. Even among your friends. Read the shut room. the fuck up. Yes. No yes. one wants to see your... I posted this meme and it was like, nobody wants to see your corny ass five friends clinking their corny ass cocktails together mm-hmm. while people are dying. Mm-hmm. Like, God. Everyone just shut... Just go to sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> just shut the fuck... Everyone shut the fuck up. Stop posting. Do not give a shit about your life. Just shut the fuck up and go to sleep. That's what I was today. I just did not have a good day. And I was just like, I can't look at social media. Mm-mm. I can't be on my phone today because I'm so annoyed. Like I was like, you I was like, just everyone shut the fuck up. Like everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sometimes you have those days. Especially just shut a the pandemic. fuck up. Oh, but that is what I brought to the random corner. Do you guys have anything else you would want to randomly bring up? I would like to randomly bring up that Aunt Jemima is no more. Oh, yeah. You know what? The pearl milling company. I'm just like a little too late. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're not using somebody as a mascot. But, Mm -hmm. dude. It's just like. This is what it is. It's all these wealthy ass people giving us the bare fucking minimum. And I'm over I want them to pay taxes. I'm tired of working paycheck to paycheck and not being able to live life. I'm tired of living for work instead of working. What is it? I don't even know. I want them to pay taxes and pay their employees a livable fucking wage. Then rename. I mean, I guess it's not my place to comment on that because i'm not a black person in this world but it would be nice to pay people a livable wage too (laughs) come on i'm saying everyone just needs to go to sleep (laughs) for three months for real go to sleep for three months hook us up to ivs like literally every single person in the world goes to sleep and we'll wake up and like nature might have been restored We'll like get good amount of rest, so we'll rethink everything. Hopefully, I mean, or give them three months of 
intense intense all day therapy <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm just so over i'm so over it everything we've talked about has just and- is such a shining example of how we are just little pawns to these people mm-hmm. we're not even humans we're freaking we're all employed like we're not citizens of america we're all just employees in america's company mm-hmm. and we're just a fucking human farm i don't even know i don't know what i'm saying anymore i'm kind of hungry all right let's wrap it up <laughs> we'll be right back to wrap up the show All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We're so glad Rose is back with us. Yes. It was weird without her. Um, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for sticking with us, of course. Thanks for listening. Um, and of course, keep up with us on socials. Where can they find us? Yes, you can find us on all socials at Spill the Cheese Man. You can email us, Spill the Cheese Man at gmail.com you can visit spilledthecheeseman.com and you can also follow us on our on our uh, personals you can also follow me at rosa la famosa <laughs> you can follow me at sam bam boom the o's are zeros and boom and i'm at lauren baby text b-b-y-t-e-x i should change it to lauren baby unemployed <laughs> <laughs> I'm You're still on un- baby you know now. What? I have an update on the unemployment. I am getting to the point where I am okay with it. And now I just want to <laughs> live on the unemployment that I have been paying so much for out of my paychecks my whole life. And that's right. Where I am. Exactly, right? bitch. That's what it's there for. Um, yeah, you're a true baby now. You're unemployed. <laughs> Truly, baby. But you're yeah. a baby that I'm getting taken care of by a sugar daddy. AKA whatever I'm done. I'm so hungry. I can't think. I'm so hungry. Okay, okay, let's okay, go. Let's well, go. Let's happy go. Valentine's Day. Happy yes. Valentine's Day. Because we won't see you till after. Oh my god, that's oh my this god. weekend. I know. And we wanted to do something for our three year, but life is hitting us, y'all. Like like a whole us. like not like even a meteor like your shower. It's not like I was telling Trino, I was like, it's not like oh my car battery died and then a pipe busted in my house like it's losing people we love hitting us and losing (laughs) careers and jobs like Mm -hmm. it's intense um suffering so please just bear with us pray for us (laughs) and and send us send us positive vibes Mm -hmm. (laughs) encouraging words um but we still of course want to put content out but definitely just follow us so you can be in the know of what we're doing all right thanks for listening please remember to follow us grow with us but most importantly spill the cheese milk with us (laughs) okay bye Bye. i love you bye (laughs)